Hello everybody and welcome back. It is of course me, the friendly deputy of moviedeputy.com or I should I guess I should start saying the movie deputy podcasts. But yeah, I'm still not completely used to that yet. I'm gonna come up with a new intro and probably try a couple different ones out on all you guys and just kinda play it by ear and just kinda go with it. Just it's a learning curve. <laughs> So, yeah, that's going to be fun as I try to figure this out. I'm going to get it figured out. And I'm just grateful and so thankful that you're coming along with us with me. Now, as you've heard the last couple days, I did go at the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And then yesterday, I did Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And then now, today, you're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, I want to preface this. And I feel it's important to preface this as detailed as I possibly can. Just because... The Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, sorry, that was my computer here for a second. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is not necessarily the movie that you might expect. It doesn't necessarily follow the the kind of the same story that the other ones have followed. It's more of the backstory into Rocket and some of the backstory into some of the other characters. But he's the main character that the whole backstory thing is about. It's exactly what is happening seems a little bit confusing because it kind of seems like the story is going in a couple different directions with what it's doing it kind of seems to get lost in itself a little bit okay i know i've gotten some flack in the past i use that statement a lot that things get lost in themselves or they try to be more than they are i'm not trying to sound cliche in the least on that it's just that's how i talk with just normal everyday conversations so i try, try not to like overuse things like that but like with the first guardians of the galaxy i did give it a seven and a quarter on the deputy scale so 7.25 the second guardians i gave it a 6.25 just because it just wasn't as much as the first one was it wasn't as entertaining it wasn't as the story wasn't as engaging i mean it told a lot now what I'm about to talk about, if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, it's not going to be spoilers, but okay, we know how that um, Peter finds out who his dad is in Guardians 2. I won't go into a whole lot of the details on that, but and kind of how that all plays out and how that affected his mom. And that was basically the primary reason for the whole story. And then just kind of everything else was around that and Ego's whole planet. And there was a whole, I guess, it... It wasn't necessarily played out in the movie, but how the whole ego versus id thing, and if you've ever studied psychology, that might make sense. And if you haven't, that might be just go over the top of your head. And if so, I did not mean to. But you're probably like, then what in the world is she even talking about? And how does this relate to the third movie? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I'm only giving it a 5 out of 10. It The story had significant flaws. It was just difficult. And... It's important to mention that if you are passionate about animal rights and passionate about the treatment of animals or sensitive to animal abuse, this is not going to be a movie that you can sit through. This is Rocket's backstory. And throughout the Guardian series, we've seen Rocket introduced as 89P13. That was kind of his scientific name thingamajiggy identification code, whatever, of how he recognized himself. And he's always flipped out over being called a raccoon. Uh, he was okay with Trash Panda, but not okay with raccoon. And the difference is... <laughs> But this story really kind of goes into the whole backstory of that. And it goes through the whole 
lab where he was basically a science experiment gone wrong and how he was pretty much the, one of the only successful specimens in the science experiment and so he was then made to be the baseline for other experiments and the things that he goes through and some of his friends he's got an otter a walrus and a rabbit that are some of his best friends and things that happen to them along the way <laughs> one of the lines in the movie that just really has kind of resonated with me since i watched it is that a trap isn't a trap if you know that the trap is trying to trap you now think about that for a second i'm going to say it again just because it's it feels important but a trap is not a trap if you know that the trap is trying to trap you. So it kind of defeats the whole purpose of the trap if you know the reason for the trap, basically. In this, Rocket becomes fully aware of what this trap thing is. How This even goes into the whole thing of how Rocket got his name. Like I said, as this all plays out, if you're at all sensitive to this stuff, it's going to rip your heart out. Shred it into a million pieces. There's this character that has been sent you see the character actually in the very beginning of the movie, and it's Adam. And Adam has been sent to destroy Rocket. Don't worry, no spoilers. But I couldn't help but wonder if the connection is like, okay, is this the same Adam as that we see in some of the other storylines? And No, this Adam has nothing to do with the DC's Adam, in case you are curious or in case you've had any inklings on that. I did research that a little bit. It's a completely different Adam, but you don't even realize it's Adam until the final credits. Like, I'm not really, again, that's not really a spoiler on that, but there's some stuff in the credits and post credits in this one that if you can sit through this one, like I said, there's a bonus in the credits and there's a bonus after the credits that are worth sitting through. The end of this movie, like I said, if you can make it through the rest of the movie with all of the animal stuff going on, and it's disjointed. I mean, we see uh, there's references to Patrick Swayze. We see still Sylvester Stallone. We see um, Nathan Fillion. We see a bunch of characters that they're characters in this one, but they they almost, they're an afterthought. They're, they're like side characters that are meant to fill in gaps in the story that didn't really need to be there. Honestly, this entire movie could have been told as like maybe a 30-40 minute short and had it been like a side story to one of the Guardians movies necessarily than just one entire Guardians volume. This, ha having this be volume three just felt disjointed and when the credits were rolling, I'm just, I was there sitting by myself and just kind of wondering, why did they do that? What, what's the point of this? And okay, I understand it's important to tell Rocket's backstory and the horrors and everything that went on with that. And no, I'm not offended or anything like that of this. It's like, I'm not triggered or anything. It's just, some of the stuff is just, it's wrong. And it's not being triggered or being sensitive by calling stuff out that's wrong. It has nothing to do with woke or all of this other crap that's going on in society today. Again, these are the thoughts of Moby Deputies alone, not the thoughts of my advertisers, the hosting platforms, anything else. These are my opinions. Like, if I said it before, I'll say it again. If you don't like what I'm talking about, guess what? There's an off switch. And you know where to find it. But... If I'm helping making these are all easier for you to find movies that you want to watch and trying to describe the things that are going on in these movies, I just, I want to try to, I want to try to help others the way I would want to be helped. I want to try to tell other people other stuff than just, 
Oh, as you've already figured out, I'm not a normal movie critic. I don't talk about, oh, the cinematography is this and the CGI is this. And no, the story is gut-wrenching. It's not just heartbreaking. It's, I mean, this, it's gut-wrenching. I mean, I could honestly see people sensitive to this stuff physically getting sick at some of these scenes. There's, it's just, why? I don't understand why this ended up as a Marvel movie. I understand that part of the story needed to be told, but why did it have to be told this way? Um, giving it a five to me is generous. I, giving it a five on the deputy scale. The other Guardians movies I have rated as innocent, even with some of the language movies in them. This one is definitely guilty. And I don't, guilty typically means 13 and above. This one, I would say 25 plus. It, it's a difficult watch. And I'm going to have people disagree with me going, Oh my God, this is a great movie. I don't know what you're talking about. And just kind of all that stuff. And you know, there's always Karens out there that are even just going to be on the side of people that like these movies. And there's going to be people out there that even love movies like this. I'm just not one of them. And I know a lot of people that aren't. I've even talked to some friends of mine that I have at some of the local theaters, and they were surprised at the amount of people that just literally got up and walked out. So, I mean, that, that's saying that I'm not, that I'm not alone in this. And so, if this can help one person by not watching this, I will say, honestly, you don't need this movie to fill in the gaps of what's happening. Now, okay, let me rephrase that. You don't need this entire movie. If you really want the... Okay, just trying to figure out how to reword this. If you really want to understand part of the story that's going to carry on into Guardians 4, Wait till this movie comes out on Disney Plus. Again, I don't get anything for promoting this or Red Blocks or however you want to watch this. And skip through everything but like the last, I'm going to say, 18 to 20 minutes of the movie. And sit through the sit through that last part of the movie and you will witness a, a sacrifice that kind of adds into the story. And then you're going to witness something that happens to Peter that both ties into Guardians 2 and it's also going to lead into Guardians 4. And then of course the bonus scenes, you definitely need those to understand like what's going to be happening. And like, so there's one in the credits, and there's one post credits on this one. Honestly, that is really all that you need to follow the story and lead it into the next one. Like I said, if you're really curious about the rest, watch the rest of the movie. Just be prepared that it's not going to be what you expect. And if you're, like I said, if you're sensitive to that, you, you should be aware, at least before you watch it. So I know I probably don't sound as happy and cheerful as I normally do for talking about movies like this. But then again, there's not always movies like this that go so deep into these serious topics that it almost brings a tear to my eye just even talking about this stuff. And so you can probably tell by the more serious tone of my voice. It's like I, some reviews, I'm like super happy. It's like, yay, I'm so excited. This one, I am just happy that I can help some people be aware of what this is before they watch it. I hope this has helped you. If it has, please like and subscribe. Even if you don't like what I have to say, please like and subscribe because you may like something else. <laughs> And guess what? If you don't like anything I have to say, move on. It's like, if you're offended, just move on. So I'm not too worried about that. But I 
like I said, I hope this helped and I can't wait to bring a more entertaining one for you for tomorrow. Till later. Bye.